Somebody wants to know if the spiders are dangerous. That uh, coming in on the old National Bank talking text line. Are they poisonous or do they bite you? Uh, they 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 can bite you. The the scorpions were the worst. The, yeah, <laughs> okay, those we're would, done with this. Yeah, those were. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 12 minutes after 5 on this Thursday morning, yeah, the U.S. Secret Service is still investigating how an intruder entered the home of U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan without being detected by Secret Service, who was at the home. Multiple agents there said to be outside. They missed the guy. Came in through an unlocked door, among other things, that was uh, notable to pull out of that story. Just drunk, looking for what? The, uh, the White Castle in the neighborhood? So, yeah, right. It turned out to not... It, by all appearance, to be some sort of sinister, deliberate act of someone targeting the NSA, or don't think they knew each other. Right, it's just it's just a guy. So fortunately, that's what it looks like. But you know, two things: the more important of which is how did the Secret Service, who's supposed to be protecting the National Security Advisor, miss that if you're on site? But also the unlocked door. Like, <laughs> How is that possible these I days? I said yesterday when we were talking about this, you know, every now and then we'll get a news release, usually from a suburban police agency, saying like, hey, we've had some vehicle thefts or we've yeah. had some things. And Lock get, your service doors. Lock yada, yada. your doors, folks. It's uh, 2023 and you don't live in Mayberry, right? On cue. <laughs> like, later that morning. As if they heard you say it. Waukesha County Sheriff's Office. Issuing a news release saying they're investigating a string of vehicle thefts and entry into unlocked vehicles. Sheriff's Office said it's responded to multiple calls for entry into unlocked vehicles. Five vehicles stolen, town of Delafield, city of Pewaukee, village of Sussex, village of Merton, and village of Lannan. They say they're also hearing this from other Waukesha County police agencies. Sheriff's Office issuing this warning, quote, We strongly encourage our community to secure your vehicles and ensure all valuables are out of sight. There you go. To include garage door openers, which can provide access to your residence. So, on cue. Mm -hmm. Lock your door. Who doesn't lock their... I mean, it's one thing if you're, like, up north. I know when you go up north or if you live way out in the country somewhere, people leave their keys in the car and whatever. Right. I've told you that story before. The, the friends of ours who bought a house and they had to figure out a key situation because the sellers didn't have a key to give them. <laughs> oh, right. Because they just never locked the yeah, door. Yeah, it was just not something they needed. Well, there it is from Waukesha County. And no matter where you live, let's lock our doors. 514, Brandon Snyder has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind five scoreless innings from starter Matthew Libertor, the St. Louis Cardinals take the game and the series from Milwaukee. This one by a final score of 3-0. The Brewers had a runner in scoring position in six of the final eight innings, but went four for 19 with men on and 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Yeah, we just we just didn't get the hit with one man on base. You know, kind of had some traffic, a lot of innings, or a runner on, or a lot of innings, and the hit with the runner on base, or the extra base hit with the runner on base, never happened. On the other side for the Brewers, Corbin Burns did get the start, and he looked pretty good, going six innings, allowing only three earned runs while striking out seven. With the loss, the Brewers fall to twenty-four and nineteen on the season. They currently hold a one-game lead 
in the NL Central over the Pittsburgh Pirates and will begin a three-game series Friday in Tampa Bay. Over to the NFL, where the youth movement in Green Bay is currently underway. Could that mean the end for 16-year veteran and kicker Mason Crosby? Special teams coordinator Rich Bisaccia isn't willing to write that chapter off just yet. We're still in conversation. I don't. I think Brian's spoken that the, the door's not closed, and, and uh, he's not on anybody's team yet. I still think there's play in Mason, and we'll see what the future holds. But it, um, I know he's excited for um, what's next for him in my conversations with him, and, and um, I'm just fortunate to have a chance to be with him. Next up for the Packers are the OTAs, which are scheduled to begin next Monday. And lastly, the Milwaukee Admirals take a two-games-to-one lead in their best-of-five series against the te- against Texas thanks to some late-game heroics from Isaac Ratcliffe. Mikowski will play it near trapezoid line. Evangelista, Shea defending. Evangelista trying to slip away. He'll play it off the wall, left point. Del Geizo shot to the net. Tip scored! Isaac Ratcliffe! Isaac Ratcliffe scores with 61 seconds to go. Isaac Ratcliffe with 101 remaining in the third period tips that five hole and the Admirals have taken a 4-3 lead. That call courtesy of AHL TV as Radcliffe sends the puck home. The Admirals snag the series lead. Milwaukee can now clinch the Central Division final on Friday night. Who's the other cat involved in that? Evangelista? That's a sweet (laughs) hockey name. That's a sweet name. Evangelista 517 coming up 2,050 shoes. At 521 on Wisconsin's Morning News, 2,050 shoes. That's 1,025 pairs, all donated by Packers running back Aaron Jones. Many of them will be on the feet of some young athletes in our area soon, as Jones offered 85 of those pairs to students at Milwaukee's Autobahn Middle and High School in Milwaukee. WTMJ's Tony Cartagena caught up with number 33. Treating people how you want to be treated. A simple hello. Um, you never know what people are going through, so you just taking their time and you know being a light in somebody's life can can change change a lot for people, um, and that's that's all I look to be is just a, a spark or a light for people, a resource, and um, I just believe that's what God's put me here here to do, and uh, continue to use my platform to do so. Green Bay Packers running back Aaron Jones is making an impact this off season, distributing a total of 1,025 shoes to students throughout the state of Wisconsin. I'm going on the field and I'm telling you guys from day one when we run this campaign, hey, I'm not just playing for myself, I'm playing for the community as well. It's part of his Shoes for Yards campaign, where he donates a pair of sneakers for every rushing yard he earned on the field last season. You get to see some of the people that you're affecting and meet them and you get to see the smiles that you put on their faces. It's just big and it doesn't matter if the effect is big or small. Uh, you know, I just made, I made an impact and that's all I can, that's all I can do, so. Um, I'm going to continue to do that, continue to strive for greatness and make an impact in these great communities. Talking to students at Audubon Middle and High School, he called it leveling the playing field, ensuring that all kids have equal access to athletic equipment and education. Now it's so common that athletes have have to go to JUCO or they have to go NAI or schools, uh, smaller schools when they they've had these D1 offers, but they they're not they're not qualifying or they're not qualifiers. I just feel like athletes sometimes they when they get up here in front of kids and stuff they when they talk they they don't necessarily talk about school but that's where um, it's, it starts maybe it's not something that we want to learn or what's being taught they we will we use in the outside life but if this is what you got to do to make it to the next level or get to where you want to do you got to realize that and 
lock in. So I, I just want to advocate to them, hey, school is very important. Like, you <laughs> to get to where you want to go, you got to go to school. So Making a difference and having an impact is something that Jones sees as a responsibility. A lot of people can get in positions and not use their platform. And uh, so I just want to use my platform and be a resource into be a resource in the community for these kids um, and even the playing field for them. You know, whatever it may be, um, be there, but be a resource for them. The A&A All the Way Foundation, it's always a family affair. My mom is very hands-on <laughs> with, with the charity uh you know, and she's always been very hands-on in, in, in my life, whether it's uh, school, sports, and now now this is uh, giving back in the community. And uh, I, I think one of the reasons she's so involved is because it's one of her passions and joys as well, giving back. And that's kind of how we, uh, me and my brother and the rest of my, our family got started into giving back was my parents. So uh, it's the foundation that brought us up, and I found that that's my pride and joy. Tony Cartagena, WTMJ News. So for every reason, let's get Aaron Jones the ball an awful lot this season <laughs> up in Green Bay. I didn't see a picture. I'm looking for what kind of kicks he's throwing out there. They got to be high quality, right? You got oh, absolutely. Come on now, he's some not of those dream do... shoes. Yes, best pair of shoes you had as a kid. Oh, I had some Jordans. Yeah, I can't remember what what level Jordans. So you're a little but... bit younger than me, so I wonder, did you have the first go-around, the Jordan one, the original I, black, white, and red? I had one of the original, no, I had second or third, but like they weren't like, my feet were too small, so they weren't like the, you know, they were kind of a level down. The Sky down. Jordans. Right, no, they made like the kid version, yeah, so you yeah. had the Air Jordan and you had the Sky Jordan. They weren't Jordan. the same. Right. You weren't as... Fancy with the Jordans, Eric. I'm oh, impressed. Man, I was a big MJ fan back in the day. Well, who wasn't? And then also yeah. those were like maybe the sweetest shoes ever. Oh my gosh. I still are. You know how many lawns I yes. go for those things? <laughs> right. Holy they cow. go for like $1,000 yeah, now, more are. than that, if they're in good condition. Yeah. I remember at the time, so I super wanted them, that would be like sixth grade at Wilson Elementary there in Wauwatosa. My buddy Kev had some. My buddy Randall had the... All black and red ones, so no white in there, which was fairly unique. And then... How do you remember your friend's shoes? <laughs> because that was significant. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, here's another thing. Those shoes, the Sky Jordans at the time, cost $40, which was like in my house. That I, is I, outrageous. <laughs> That's a lot of $40 for yeah. a pair of shoes. So my parents said, look, we pay $20 for school shoes. You get new shoes when you come into school, as kids do. So mm-hmm. We got $20 for it. You can come up with $20 more, you can get your Sky Jordans. I don't know how I earned it. I don't know what I did, but I got those Jordans. They were pretty sweet. Well done. Next best was probably sophomore year tennis season. I had the sweet Agassiz, the oh, neon yes. and the black. Now, did you wear them only for tennis, or did you strut yeah, around well, in the hallway? Until tennis season was over. And then I kicked around in them. Absolutely. Once in a while, if there was a if there was a showpiece or something like that, you know, to a cool basketball game or something. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take care of those shoes. I know you do. These shoes are too nice to be worn. Five forty two. The American Red Cross estimates fewer than half of American adults know how to do this. Swim. Nearly half, huh? More than half of us don't know how to swim, okay. is what they're saying. Okay. Or at least swim well enough to save themselves in a potentially life-threatening situation in the water. Number one cause of death among children, one to four, drowning. And we've already done too many of those stories this yeah. year. Yeah. And summer's just coming up on it. Well, YMCA locations, part of the greater Waukesha County YMCA, are hosting an event this weekend for anyone in the community. Don't have to be a member. And it can be a lifesaver. I talked with uh, the wise Sam Seidel. It is preventable. 
So, you know, that's why it is a sad statistic because through proper adult supervision and just some basic life-saving skills, we can prevent a large number of these drownings that we see happen every year. We're talking with Sam Seidel of the YMCA. So your class that you're offering is about an hour. What can you teach somebody in an hour that might save their life? Absolutely. So at our Safety Around Water Community Day, we'll teach kids how to properly wear a life jacket so it fits them properly, they don't slip out, how to identify if it's U.S. Coast Guard approved. We'll also teach a bit about floating, so learning how to roll onto your back in case you are getting uh, tired in the water, or you're struggling. But then, too, you know, if, if you're at a pool and one of your friends is struggling, we want to teach the kids that you shouldn't go in because now we could have two people in danger. First reaction, right? Jump in and save somebody. Exactly. It's common, even for adults. Um, so we're going to teach them that they can reach objects or find something to throw to their friend if there is someone struggling in water that they can help. So the 60-minute classes are on Saturday. They're at YMCA locations in Wauwatosa, Greenfield, Menominee Falls, McGuanago, and Waukesha. They'd like you to register ahead of time if possible. So you visit GWC, like Greater Waukesha County, GWCYMCA.org for the particulars and registration. Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Matthew Liebertor tossed five shutout innings in his season debut, and the St. Louis Cardinals take down the Brewers by a final score to 3-0 to secure the rubber match and the series win on Wednesday night. The Brewers' offense struggled all at the wrong times, going 0-8 with runners in scoring position. Corbin Burns, on the other hand, he got the start for the Brewers, and he looked pretty good going six innings, allowing only three earned runs while striking out seven. I thought Corbin was really good. I mean, I you know, it's um, he pitched well. He was in a groove, um, you know, a lot of good stuff. Probably just the one pitch back and um, to, to DeJong, but I thought he pitched great. I mean, getting out of that base to the jam, I thought he really showed, you know, kind of took his game up a level there and, and did a great job keeping us in the game right there. With the loss, the Brewers fall to 24-19 on the season and will begin a three-game series Friday in Tampa Bay. Over to the NBA as the Boston Celtics fall at home to the Miami Heat 123-116 in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler continues his special playoff run, leading all scorers with 35 points in that game. Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals is set for tonight with Denver and L.A. Tip-off for that game is scheduled for 7.30. Over the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers will look a bit different this season, but according to defensive coordinator Joe Barry, despite the change at quarterback and along with eight first-round players on defense, the standard is still the standard in Titletown. What if we just had a, a roster full of seventh-round draft picks? Would expectations not be high? Expectations are high all the time, no matter what. I'm very aware of our roster. I'm very aware of the draft status of all of our players, but expectations are and should be high all the time. The Packers will begin their first block of their organized team activities on May 22nd. Coming up, a 20-year anniversary for a life-changing trip for one of our own here. WTMJ's John Mercure was embedded with our troops in Iraq, and he shares that story with us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. John Mercure, host of Wisconsin's Afternoon News, is with us. And I heard you mention the other day, we're at the 20-year anniversary of your trip to Iraq when we were both at TMJ for yeah. News. I remember when you went overseas with our troops in the middle of a war zone and all the stuff that we talked about leading up to it and then all the stories you, you brought home. It was crazy. So 
The guys we went with were nervous and weren't happy because they had to take care of a TV reporter and a photographer. You were, quote-unquote, embedded. Exactly, exactly. And we were excited, but they were nervous and didn't like it because it was one more thing they had to worry about. Then Outside of staying alive. Exactly, and fighting a war. Well, then I found out that we were going with a reserve unit, and I got nervous. Because the guy in charge of the unit sells garage doors for a living. Another guy in charge of the one of the one of the uh, platoons is a guy that is a cable installer, and they're reservists. And so I thought I'm going to a war zone, and a garage door installer and a cable guy is going to be taking care of me. But I quickly realized that these guys, these reservists, these men and women are trained professionals. We went to Iraq, and I got to tell you, it was like the scariest thing ever. Convoys through Baghdad in the middle of the night where we were getting shot at. Snipers taking pot shots at us when we were up in a tower looking down on an airfield. But with our men and women telling their stories, I can't believe it's been 20 years. One of the most interesting stories outside of you know the near combat that you all saw and the, the, and the fire that you took yep. was also surviving the conditions. You know, Brandon Snide is yep. our sports guy here in the morning, and you know he's a Iraq and Afghanistan vet, and he talked about you know being in the desert. I remember you telling the story about how important hydration was and how difficult it was to do that. It was tough. It was like 130 degrees, so serious hot. (laughs) We're working during the day. My photographer, a guy named Mike Lammy, who you know, we're both friends with, uh, didn't want to drink the water because it was warm. And so they twice, don't cool those, those. No. When we got there, we were setting up the camp where we were going to stay. So initially, the water was warm. Now, eventually, they got to where they set up a mess hall. But those first few days, the water's warm. And Lammy said, I don't like warm water. Well, I don't like warm water either, but you got to drink the water to stay hydrated. He had to get helped by the medic twice. The second time, the guy in charge of our unit pulled me aside and he goes, Merc here. We all like your photographer. He seems like a good guy. If he doesn't start drinking the water and keeps ending up in the medic tent, you guys are both getting shipped back to Wisconsin on the next plane out of here. you got to drink the water. Because we don't have time to deal with you two clients. Yeah, this is what they feared. <laughs> right. And so eventually he started to drink the water. The other thing, Vince... There were camel spiders, they're called. They're the size of dinner plates. I've seen pictures of those guys. Oh, my God. They were literally... So, you know, you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and you get up, and you're half awake, and you got to go to a different area to go to the bathroom. You need to leave your tent. And you'd hear this, like, scurrying about no. in the desert sand. And we had flashlights. I saw a spider the size of a dinner plate no, thank scurrying you. across the desert. Oh. So it was crazy. I, so to, to, to you, does it feel like it was less than 20 years or more than 20 years since more. Iraq? more i feel less really yeah i feel like i can't believe it's been 20 years already are we that old it's been 20 years i can't believe i started tmj four more than 20 years ago are you still in touch with uh, any of the folks who yeah. guarded your life on that trip so dan buttry the president of the war memorial center by coincidence was my minder i had to ride with him he was the guy tasked with taking care of me guy who didn't like me very much didn't want to have to babysit me <laughs> right and uh, now we're good friends. Our wives yeah. are friends. We get together for dinner, and he's the guy in charge of the War Memorial. So funny, 20 years later. I hope you earned a medal for that. He deserved more than a medal. <laughs> John McKeer, host of Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Thanks, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Somebody peel Brandon off the floor here. He's curled up in a ball. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he said that, ah, oh, the spider thing got me. That's uh, what got yeah. you, not the snipers, not no, the I'm good, with, I'm good with all that. That's fine. Yeah. You were trained for that. The hot temperature. We're ready for that. You're not You're not trained for seeing a spider the size of a dinner plate. I promise you. It's like the size of a cat. It's disgusting. It's does the it, most. Does it, it make sound? Does yeah, well, like, like what John was saying, you can hear it run. You know? Yeah, you can. All right. Is that the sound it made? Yeah.
My skin's starting to itch. <laughs> I'm sorry, pal. I didn't mean to do that to you. He's right about the water, too, though, because they have water stations. You know, when I was in Iraq and Afghanistan, they have water stations. It's under shade, but it's 130 degrees, and, and you have to drink it. And it's the it's the one of the worst things you have to do there. Like you're 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 thirsty. You're you're trying to stay hydrated. You know, avoid dehydration. And you're drinking water that is nearing eighty degrees <laughs> degrees in temperature. It's terrible. Do you have to ever escort around some clown like Mercure? I did. Unfortunately, I How'd did. That go for you. Didn't like it. I, I, of course I can. You. Uh, I can. I feel the comments that John was saying about the guys that were were in charge of him. Uh, it's just one more thing you have to worry about. And then if they do something that they're not supposed to do, they step out of the wire. You know, they put themselves in dangers, then we get looked at as, you know, what are you doing in the not-so-nice way? What did they have to do to earn your respect? Like, if I'm, I'm putting myself in there, the first thing I would want to do if I get teamed up with you is I want this guy, I want to earn this guy's respect. Yeah, when we first got it, when we first got issued— Shut up and do what I tell yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we first got issued our, our uh, reporter from CNN— uh, we were like, great, Here, there's a camera with us, there's microphones, there's other eyes on us, like, we have to behave— um, but after a while, you just get to know them uh, in a personal way. You know, you're all out there, and, and we called it the suck. Uh, you're out there in the suck, and uh, you get to learn about, you know, their life, what they did, what you know, where they're from, and 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 uh, you know, vice versa. They learn about you, and then you are able to 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 bond with them, and then you eventually, they eventually know, you know, the ins and the outs of the mission and what you're supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do. And uh, over time, they they uh, they earned our respect, and some of them, you know, still communicate with us to this day, and. Uh, uh, it was it was fun times. Somebody wants to know if the spiders are dangerous. That uh, coming in on the old National Bank talking text line. Are they poisonous or do they bite you? Uh, they they do, they can bite you. The the scorpions were the worst. The, yeah, <laughs> okay, those we're would, done with this. Yeah, those would. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Those would. Uh, those would. I woke up with one of those on the end of my sleeping bag one night. Ah. Uh, and it was yeah, it was like three thirty in the morning. It was. It Did it go awful. flying? Um, you know, sometimes I sit back and I'm like, man, I'll wake up, I'll be driving to work here in the morning, and I'm like, I miss the Army, I miss being in the Army. And then I think back, no, no, I don't. Uh, I'm good, uh, I'm good. But no, there there are dangerous things out there. The, the camel spiders weren't the most dangerous, but they were definitely the creepiest. Business headlines up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Siri Lesk. The Sobelman's Pub and Grill property in Mequon is sold. Prior owner Dave Sobelman said his business is expected to be replaced with a Mexican restaurant. Drexel Town Square could see 399 new apartments as part of a $100.2 million development. The new apartments would fill two buildings in Oak Creek. And Stonefire Pizza Company in New Berlin abruptly closes. Founders of the restaurant and entertainment center had aimed to challenge Chuck E. Cheese with their model. I'm Sari Lesk with Milwaukee, businessjournal.com, on News Radio WTMJ.